Well, what are the Devils going to do this year, and will they surprise anyone, and will they realistically get to the playoffs? Well, I think it's time for you guys to hear my prediction as we enter 2021. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer Trey Matthews. And it is December 30th, 2020, 3.42 p.m. Eastern Time on the East Coast at the time of this recording. So, you guys, we are almost done with 2020, a dreaded year. Um, maybe I'm being a little overdramatic, but still, uh, by the time you guys listen to this, it will be New Year's Eve. So, I wish you all a happy New Year and, uh, you know, just... Uh, go into the new year with uh, new goals, uh, you know, leave people behind in 2020 if they don't really help you achieve your goals. And, you know, Lord knows I have to do that and also just have a good time with your family, but also stay safe. So there's that. So, yeah, I'm a devil's writer, you guys, for the Hockey Writers. My two first articles have been published. I wrote about the Ryan Murray trade in which you guys gave me so much backlash for. But you know what? That's what I live for. And you know what? When you make a controversial claim, sometimes, you know, you're going to get a lot of people coming at you for it so yeah I know I know it was controversial it was a stretch whatever the case might be but you know what this is what I live for this is what I signed myself up for and I also wrote about PK Subban which uh, by the way uh, when I heard that PK Subban and Lindsey Vaughn were calling it quits I was in the middle of recording uh, yesterday's episode so I was really sad to hear that so uh, it was heartbreaking and just um, I, oh man I don't even know what to say so all you guys out there slide into uh, Lindsey Vaughn's Instagram because she is single once again and give your support to PK Subban but maybe this will give him extra fire to be an aggressive defender and also be a little bit better who, who knows what might happen but anyway Uh, What are we going to be talking about in this episode? Well, I'm going to give you guys my predictions for the New Jersey Devils because I feel as though that's something I haven't really told you guys. I've uh, given you guys specific moves from like Janssen to Murray to Crawford to Blackwood recently on what I think we'll do for our team. But I never uh, touched on the Devils as a whole. And you guys know that I did a whole episode on Lindy Ruff. So, um, oh, oh, by the way, big time guest star appearing in tomorrow's episode. So keep an ear out for that. It's going to be an author who covered a lot of NHL coaches. And you might have heard of his book and you might have heard of his podcast show. So I'm not going to give out any spoilers. He's probably going to be the most famous person Well, you know, I think that's a little unfair to say because uh, I've interviewed a lot of great people, but he's definitely up there in most well-known persons I've ever interviewed. So it was truly an honor to have him appear on the show or interview him. He hasn't appeared on the show quite yet because I haven't posted it. But yeah, yeah, keep an ear out for that and I hope you guys enjoy it. So anyway, let's get back into it. Before I give the full analysis, let's uh, go over the factors of what the New Jersey Devils need and or want. So uh, in terms of a need, the Devils need to have some of their players step up, which is basically the whole roster. So from Subban to Hughes to Heizer to Butcher 
to Severson. Well, Severson did pretty well last year, but you know, we need all of our key guys to really step up and we need to do better in the power play. And we also need to just uh, try to uh, tighten up our defense. So that's what I feel like we need most of all. So uh, who are some of our key ads? So obviously our first domino in the offseason to fall was the trade for Ryan Murray in which we gave up a fifth round draft pick in this year's upcoming NHL draft. And um, if Murray can stay healthy and maybe sign, I'd say anywhere from two to three year extension, then we'll be uh, really good for the future. So uh, Ryan Murray, uh, you guys know I'm a little skeptical on that trade, but Albeit, I hope he does stay healthy, and I'm, I'm taking your guys' word in which he says he's changing up his diet and how he approaches the game. So hopefully, um, you know, he, he he's uh, he's in his uh, late 20s. I forget how old he is specifically, but, you know, the fact that he has all these injuries and he hasn't even reached 30 yet is a little concerning. But so I just hope the training staff can do a well enough job with him. So there's that. Um uh, Janssen, Janssen, a young player. Uh, he obviously can give us a lot of uh, goals, points, and um, I, I feel as though Janssen is a great add from the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like I said, we didn't really give up. In fact, we didn't give up anything for him, essentially. Uh, Joey Anderson, but, you know, still, that's that's uh, like little to nothing. So, obviously, I believe we won that deal. Um, for Janssen, if he can recreate what he did in 2018 and 2019, in which he played 73 games, had 20 goals, 23 assists for a grand total of 43 points, then, you know... I believe that's going to be really key for the New Jersey Devils. So uh, last year, uh, he only played in 43 games, had eight goals, 13 assists for 21 points. So uh, not a bad rate, actually. So I just hope that Janssen can do what he did a couple seasons ago, and that will be a huge steal for the New Jersey Devils. And like I said, the reason I'm a fan of the Janssen trade is, yes, we didn't trade uh, much to get him, but he signed under contract for a few more seasons. So, you know, if this season doesn't work out, we still have a few cracks at it. So uh, for Janssen, I'm, I'm really uh, liking that. Uh, Corey Crawford, I touched it in yesterday's episode. I talked about how Corey Crawford can be a really good mentor towards uh, Mackenzie Blackwood because, like I said, Mackenzie Blackwood uh, turned 24 just recently. So I believe uh, Mackenzie Blackwood is sort of like the dark horse for um, for goalies. So if, if you didn't check out yesterday's episode, I, I highly uh, recommend pausing this podcast and giving it a listen because I touched on it a bit more, but I just feel as though with uh, the veteran leadership under Corey Crawford and also uh, teams underestimating how good Mackenzie Blackwood could potentially be because if the defense could get better, like I just said a few minutes ago, if the defense can just get better and help Blackwood out when he's starting, he's a dark horse for goalies and he will be in the top 10 for best goalies, um, you know, for, for this season. And obviously for, um, uh, you know, he's got some big uh, shoes to fill because, like I said, I believe the New Jersey Devils have the greatest goalie to ever play in the NHL, which is uh, Martin Brodeur. And obviously, uh, Corey Schneider had his uh, fun in the sun, but obviously it didn't work out in the latter half of his uh, Devils career. So Mackenzie Blackwood uh, certainly can be on pace to be a really good goalie. And with someone like Corey Crawford, who's won championships and also just, um, uh, you know, very, very underestimated himself, uh, it, this was a really good signing for the Devils. And this will obviously, I believe, 
be uh, Crawford's uh, final stop before he retires. So what better way is to pass the torch to a young up-and-coming goalie who's underestimated, who's overlooked, and, you know, we have him for a few more seasons. So this is a low-risk deal for um, the Devils, uh, for Mackenzie Blackwood. So I'm, I'm really liking that so far. And um, what else? Uh, coaching staff. So for coaching staff, uh, Lindy Ruff and Mark Recchi. So uh, I've said it many, 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 many times in, in this uh, podcast show. Lindy Ruff, I really hope that he can just be adaptable. That's the, the key for Lindy Ruff to be successful because obviously the New Jersey Devils fan base wasn't happy happy when we hired um, Lindy Ruff because obviously, you know, LaViolette was on the table, Gallant was on the table. So if uh, Ruff can just prove the doubters wrong that he still has some uh, gas left in the tank because there's a reason why his uh, tenure in Dallas did not work out is because he tried to convert some players uh, to become something that they weren't and statistically they did uh, worse than they uh, potentially could have been so it was smart for Dallas to get rid of them because a few years later if we uh, turn the clock forward the Dallas Stars are competing in the Stanley Cup Finals and obviously they came up short against the Tampa Bay Lightning but um, you know, there's still a lot of uh, great potentials, to, to say the least. So uh, there's that. And um, uh, what else am I missing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Our young guys, Jack Hughes and Nico Heizer. Heizer, um, you know, if he could do what he did his uh, rookie season, in which he played 82 games, had 20 goals, 32 assists, and for a grand total of 52 points, then I'm perfectly okay with that. Or what he did the following year, in which he played 69 games and had 17 goals, 30 assists, for a grand total of 47 points. So in less games played, Nico Heizer was going to top what he did uh, his rookie season. So I, I really like that, and that's something to look forward to. So Heizer, obviously, like many of his teammates, did struggle last season. And, you know, in 58 games played, he had 14 goals, 22 assists for a grand total of 36 points. But you know what? I'm, 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 I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that similar to 2018 and 2019, had he played in more games, he would have, um, you know, topped what he did uh, the, the past two seasons. So remember, his rookie year, he played in 82 games. Then in 2018-2019, he played in 69 games. And then 2019-2020, he played in 58 games. So I just believe that it's just a matter of games played for him. So if he could play in all of the games, just all the games without any issue, then I believe, um, you know, Heizer will, you know, get a lot more eyeballs looking his way. So, uh, you know, I, lo- I know a lot of people, including myself, say, you know, Heizer's what you see, what you get kind of person. But uh, uh, in reality, I think Heizer has a whole lot of potential. But the one thing that people overlook is just the amount of games he's played in. So remember, like I, I just stated, it, look, look at the past three seasons and look at the games played category. Notice how it goes from, you know, 82 games to games like in the 60s. And then two games in the 50s. So, you know, obviously uh, it's going to be in the 50s this year. That's just how the schedule is going to work out. So he sure has to work with what he has. That He, he can't be greedy. So, um, yeah, so last season I'm sure a lot of people were just uh, slightly disappointed with uh, he sure. But in reality, guys, uh, if we look at it from a different perspective... Uh, did he really underperform uh, or did or are you guys just pushing that narrative because, you know, the numbers were way lower than they were uh, the past uh, couple years. So uh, if Heizer can just uh, work with what he got and, you know, just be adaptable like the rest of his teammates and also his coaching staff, Heizer will be a great, great, great player. OK, that's all I have to say. Now, for his counterpart, the other first overall draft pick in last year's draft, Jack Hughes. OK, so statistically, Jack Hughes was the worst first overall draft pick since... Um, 
Joe Thornton in 1997, and you know, Joe Thornton ended up having a pretty good career, so I believe the same could happen for Jack Hughes, okay, and also, like, I, I know I've said this example a lot, but like, look at his brother, um, you know, who plays for the Vancouver Canucks, so uh, Quinn struggled in his uh, first season, and then he became an all-star the following season, so I believe Jack Hughes will make uh, strides forward, because, you know, once you hit rock bottom, there's uh, no place to go but up, so uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to be hoping for for Jack Hughes, so uh, yeah, so all in all, how do I think the Devils will do? Well, uh, oh man, I need a, oh man, I am low on energy, you guys. I need something to, uh, boost me up. Okay, uh, let's see, where do I keep that? Oh, there's my Bilko. Okay, so anyway, back to what I was saying. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You need to know more about what Bilko is? Okay, so it's sort of like, well, um, you know, uh, well, you know what? Just picture this. All right, everybody. How much does this relate to you? You just need some sort of energy boost. You just need to break through that wall. You need something great, delicious, but at the same time, very healthy, so that way you can go about your day and still look great. Well, I have the thing for you. You've heard about Bilt Bar. Well, they now have Built Go, but what is Built Go, you might ask? Well, break through your wall, whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it with Go every day. Easy to take in at 1.5 ounce packages. Put it in a briefcase for the most focused presentation ever. Your golf bag to power through the back nine, or put it in your pocket to go through the day, or consume it when you just need some energy to watch the New Jersey Devils play. Bilko is the best workout gel on the market. It's five-hour energy without the same crash feeling, plus it's natural, so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. Three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate coconut, chocolate mint. This stuff is great. I've already had a few, and I'm already bouncing off the walls. I have so much energy right now. Bilko combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast-absorbing, so it gets into the system fast, plus it's easy to the stomach. Collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. This stuff literally makes you look better. Now I'm going to give you an offer that you can't refuse. Visit Bilko.com and use the promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 30% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKED for 30% off at BuiltGo.com. There we go. I repeat it. So now you have no excuse. Let's go, baby. Okay, how do I think the New Jersey Devils will perform this year? Well, you know, there's a lot of factors. There's a lot of questions and um, you know, the, just a lot of uh, things need to go their way in order to be effective or not effective. So the biggest storyline heading into the season, I would have to say, is when we were hiring a coach and then we ultimately made the decision to give Lindy Ruff the reins. Because as you all know, the Devils uh, basically were just trying to clear house. They did it in the front office, the coaching staff, players as well. That's why we traded Green and Hall. So uh, I believe just getting a coach to just try to, you know, take this organization into a different direction. Obviously, we had a few other uh, candidates on the table. As I mentioned, we had uh, LaViolette and Gallant on the table. But, you know, giving it to Lindy Ruff was somewhat controversial because um, Lindy Ruff has a system that doesn't seem to work in today's NHL. It was really effective in the 90s and the early 2000s when the clutch and grab was still a thing. And, uh, you know, I, I always say you can't teach a newborn puppy old dog tricks because, you know, that's based off of saying you can't teach an old dog new tricks. But, you know, um, so, yeah, I would say that's the biggest headline going into uh, the season is when we uh, hired a new coach and just saying we're going to take this into a different direction. And, you know, what, Lindy Ruff has been around the NHL for a long time. He's one of the most winningest coaches in NHL history. So 
Uh, let's just see how he can match up in in this modern NHL because obviously it didn't work in Dallas and Dallas is doing just fine without him. So we need to just, uh, let's see, have faith in Lindy. We have him for about three seasons and let's just see if he's learned his lesson because this is probably his last chance and also realistically might be his last stop before he retires, but we'll see. So what needs to happen for the best case scenario? So obviously best case scenario, our defense needs to step up, but I believe best case scenario, um, we, we just need certain players to step up. So obviously Heizer's going to do his thing. And obviously uh, Heizer has a history of just uh, really not putting up the numbers he could be putting up if he was playing in more games. So I, I just hope Heizer can play in every single game this year. Uh, we need Jack Hughes to step up big time because Jack Hughes, uh, what he's doing right now is certainly not going to cut it. So I believe that needs to happen. P.K. Subban, he needs to get back to what he was in Montreal or at least be half of that. That's all I ask for. We don't need him to be like 100% what he was for the Montreal Canadiens. But if he can just uh, you know, provide half of that, just half of that, then uh, I think we'll be fine. Or what he was doing in the latter half of his Nashville career. That'll, that'll be effective. Um, but, you know, best case scenario, um, it, it's just so many factors. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood and Corey Crawford need to be a great duo. Uh, Murray needs to stay healthy. I know that's uh, something that everyone uh, has been saying, but it, it is true. We, we, we just need these... Um, these trades, these signings that we made during the soft season just to pan out. And we need Lindy Ruff to take the reins because obviously he wasn't given that much time to try to integrate this new system for the New Jersey Devils who basically have a whole new roster because we need to compete in one of the hardest uh, divisions in the NHL. So, um, you know, uh, those East Coast teams are no joke. So, uh, yeah, that that's basically what needs to happen. Best case scenario. So worst case scenario. Well, uh, you know, there's so many factors. So let's just say the season doesn't go as well as we expected, which, you know, it, it could happen. So here's a few worst case scenarios. Uh, we still are stuck with P.K. Subban's contract, so we still need to roll the dice and uh, just wait for the Seattle Kraken to potentially take them. And uh, Ryan Murray gets injured and leaves in the offseason. Uh, Crawford and Blackwood are overhyped. Uh, Jack Hughes still statistically does not do well. Uh, Heizer plays in like 30 or 40 games and he doesn't put up the same amount of numbers he was able to do in his first two years in the league. And, uh, yeah, that's worst case scenario. Worst case scenario is that we don't do well. We have to clean house and, uh, we are unsuccessful at cleaning house and, you know, we have a lot more questions and answers similar to what happened last year. So that's worst case scenario. Worst case scenario is just, uh, just a whole array of things and best case scenario worst case scenario i'm sorry if i can i wish i could provide uh, better answers but it's so true the the, uh i named the best case scenario and then the worst case scenario for this organization and for what can happen so players whose career trajectory is most impacted by the season either good or bad I would have to say the two players that come to mind, as I mentioned, are P.K. Subban and Jack Hughes. Okay, so P.K. Subban, if he can do well and we're not doing well, it'll be easier to trade him because it, people can be like, oh, wait, he's actually starting to make a comeback. Okay, P.K., there we go. You, Yeah, and... Um, uh, Jack Hughes, obviously, he's been clowned on a lot. I know I've clowned him a lot, but if he can just, um, you know, just prove the doubters wrong, if he could just do well, 
then, you know, everyone's going to love him. Everyone's going to be asking for forgiveness. But if he does bad, it's going to be a whole, I told you so, I told you so, I told you so kind of thing. And also, I think I'm going to throw in Corey Crawford in the mix because uh, Corey Crawford, he doesn't need to prove anything. He's already done what he needs to do. So, you know, this season could either go good or bad for Crawford because Crawford's like, listen, I won my championships. I've been to the playoffs. So, you know, it doesn't bother me in the slightest. It's no skin off my back. And, um uh, yeah, and this is my last stop anyway, so, you know, I don't need to worry about you guys. So that that's uh, whose career I feel like isn't really bothered by this. So best guess on where we're going to end this season. Well, like I said, uh, you know, we're in the uh, Eastern Division for the Divisional Realignment. And um, um, it's so tough to say because we're in such a difficult division because we just have so many great teams in there. But... Um, If you want me to be honest with you, best case scenario, I can't reiterate this enough, best case scenario, I I think we can finish like uh, smack dab in the middle, okay? Obviously, we can't be better than the Bruins or the uh, Penguins, Flyers, or the Capitals, so I believe those teams will finish ahead of us if all goes right for those respective teams, and, you know, uh, we can finish above Buffalo, the Rangers, and maybe, just maybe the Islanders. Just maybe, okay? So, you know, that's uh, that, that that's certainly up in the air. So, best case scenario is that we could finish fifth in the uh, division. You know, that'll help us uh, make a few steps forward. Worst case scenario is that, you know, we finish below uh, Buffalo and the Islanders and also the Rangers and we just finish in last again. Or we're one of those bottom tier teams in the um, in the Eastern Division. So, uh, yeah, I believe we can, again, I believe we can finish ahead of the Sabres, Rangers, and Islanders. But, you know, uh, that, that it, it, it's really difficult to say because, like I said, this division is really, really, really tough. But, anyway, that's my prediction for the New Jersey Devils. Well, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is and I'm going to place this bet with uh, betonline.ag. Okay, so you guys want to learn more about that? Well... Uh, let's do today's live reading number two. All right, everybody. Are we ready for some college football? College football heads into the bowl season, and there are some big matchups this weekend. NFL regular season is finishing up with a playoff picture becoming clearer. There is only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. Go to betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for 50% welcome bonus. Talent talks about one or multiple options, NFL games of the week or college football top games and even current headlines in sports. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get on in the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Also, check out social media. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at betonline underscore ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business sign up for a free account and use the promo code locked on for your sign up bonus hashtag betonline get with it and get in the game everybody all right everybody obviously my predictions are subjective and can be uh right or wrong like i said It's subjective, and you guys feel free to agree with me or disagree with me. Hit me up on Locked on Devils, and I will give you guys my best answers because, like I said, we are going to do a mailbag episode sooner rather than later. I might do it next week if we have time. I was supposed to do it this week, but like I said, I was able to snag a huge guest star who will appear tomorrow, so keep an ear out for that. I'm really excited for it. But anyway, I'm really looking forward to that, so like I said, just keep an ear out for it. But that's about all the time I have for you guys today. 
today. Do you agree with my uh, predictions or do you disagree? Again, hit me up on Locked On Devils. But continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you tomorrow. Happy New Year's Eve, everybody. Let's start 2021 off right. All right. Thanks for listening.